0: yourself in a world that no longer makes sense when you realize a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself when the police are defunded but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant you may be in the collapse experiment you know sometimes it's best to just walk away back in 2020 My wife and I decided to move out of the city. We're living in a place called Kalamazoo, Michigan. You may have heard of it. It's now uh, front and center when it comes to the COVID jabby jab, uh, Pfizer production, yada, yada. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's a city with three colleges, Pfizer, two hospitals, used to be a huge paper industry, and that all shut down. We had some automotive there, like a GM plant. That shut down. So now, uh, Kalamazoo and neighboring city of Portage are um, almost solely reliant on a pharmaceutical company that uh, probably would have gone bankrupt several years ago if it wasn't for the discovery of uh, Viagra. Now, I should probably start this whole rant out by explaining that Kalamazoo was founded on an insane asylum. There was one in Kalamazoo, one in Traverse City, Uh, I believe the third one was somewhere around Detroit, I'm not sure, but um, with the insane asylum came Upjohn, and Upjohn used the insane asylum to test a lot of their pharmaceuticals, (laughs) because... When you don't have the right to consent, I mean, anybody can pretty much do anything they want to without repercussions. Kind of like a a certain procedure that they were mandating not that long ago. So over the years, you can imagine that uh, Kalamazoo has become quite the interesting place uh, with Reagan taking uh, the crazies out of the crazy house back in the 80s. Things downtown have been, um, let's just say, uh, entertaining since then, and it's never stopped. But what's really interesting is to see how many of the crazies have gotten into the uh, position of political office. Because I'm going to read to you a series of uh, news articles, and these are not local news articles. This is national news now, and it should be. Because Kalamazoo decided that um, San Francisco needed some competition with being the biggest shithole in the United States. Let me start. Kalamazoo decriminalizes public urination defecation despite downtown business owners' concerns. That's a common theme in Kalamazoo. They don't really listen to the people who pay the majority of the taxes within the city. They'd rather just do their own thing and not give a crap. It's just how they roll. Uh, This is from the New York Post. Michigan businesses in uproar after city decriminalizes public urination and defecation. Moving on. Kalamazoo is in the shit. Literally. Uproar after city decriminalizes public urination and defecation. This is skipping the third one, which uh, will show up on here in a little bit. Calmsu goes down the toilet. That's another one. But um, let's see here. Calmsu, Michigan has decided to decriminalize public urination, defecation, and littering. Littering. You know, that one thing that just shows a total lack of respect for anybody else that you live around. I had to deal with that quite a bit when I was living in the Edison neighborhood, which is, uh, well, technically now it's turning into a literal shithole. Uh, you would have cars driving by, their, their McDonald's bag would get tossed out the window into your lawn. It was, it was awesome, you know, just having your, your neighbors decorating your lawn for you because, you know, uh, maybe you were too poor to find the litter yourself. Now, going back to this article, decriminalizes public urination, defecation, and littering as well as other crimes. I haven't yet to find out what these other crimes are, but uh, I'm pretty sure most people are going to be shocked. Uh, In name of equitable changes. Equitable. It's a bunch of fucking communists running Kalamazoo. (sighs) Last Monday, the Kalamazoo City Commission unanimously, unanimously, all of them need to be fucking fired. Get these people out of office. If you elect any of these cocksuckers after this... You get what you, you're getting what you want, okay? If you are bitching about, you know, people shitting on the sidewalk, people pissing on your car, uh, litter everywhere, which, by the way, the city doesn't fucking clean it up, okay? And the weird thing is, they also have a policy that if your yard, this is a city ordinance in the different neighborhoods, if your yard is filled with litter and you don't clean it up, you get a ticket. Whoa, okay, so the people who are responsible for putting that in your yard, maybe you're working 60 hours a week to pay for everything, the house, the car payment, the fucking taxes, to the city, to live there. And now all of a sudden, you're getting a fine for other people putting their shit, literally in some cases, in your yard. Interesting, Kalamazoo. Last Monday, the city of Kalamazoo... the City Commission unanimously passed the amendments to two dozen components of the City Code of Ordinances. Six crimes used to be, that used to be prosecuted as misdemeanors will now be charged as civil infractions, which means they're not doing shit. Uh, I also heard that they're going to be handing out tickets and guess what nobody's going to pay these fucking tickets so are you going to start arresting people for not paying the tickets i highly doubt it this is not enforceable you're not already not enforcing it that's that's one of the let me backtrack to pre 2020 kalamazoo okay uh, back back what do we what should we call this bc before covid when, when i was still living i i was born there i grew up there i lived there all my adult life up until 2020 when i i just could not take it anymore okay uh, i saw the video footage of the looting that took place downtown uh after the george floyd incident still don't give a shit about that one not justified fuck you guys um and <laughs> I, I hope the pit of hell that you fall into is filled with all the fucking broken glass from the windows that you shattered downtown in the city that, that I grew up in. So the years prior to 2020, uh, it, it was already in decline. Kalamazoo was already psychologically and uh, socially in decline, Okay. Uh, the police were refusing to respond to calls unless a felony was taking place. You, you get that right. Uh, you call 911. You say, so-and-so is here, such-and-such is happening. Well, are they committing a felony? How, am I a lawyer? Am I a police officer? I'm, I'm calling for you. I'm, I'm calling you for help. You're supposed to send an officer out because there's possibly a dangerous situation taking place or about to take place. And you're asking me, like, I'm a legal expert if this person is committing a felony. Does anybody else see something wrong here with this? There was already public urination and public defecation taking place downtown. Uh, My daughter, who uh, she would have been about two years old at the time. I remember taking her downtown and just going for a walk on the mall, and in front of the doorways of different businesses, a dog did not do that, okay? For one, a dog does not try to find a place to hide in order to take a shit. Uh, No, people were already doing this, and... Like I said before, the city is not responsible for cleaning this up. It's the business owners and the people coming home that just want to go to their loft apartment upstairs. Uh, no, they have to take care of it, and uh, the city has already not been enforcing these policies. So, the the one the real kicker that gets me is the whole is the littering thing. This has always been an issue, and it it's been an issue to the point where i used to take my daughter with me and we go over to this bus stop at the bottom of uh of park street park street hill over by the supermarket and the thing is again (laughs) the city i to this at this point i don't know what the hell i was paying taxes for because it didn't seem like the city did much of anything they would send somebody out to mow this patch of grass that was sitting behind the bus stop that was part of the whole water pumping system for the city. And they would just send this, this guy out with the zero-turn mower. And nothing was ever picked up. So as he's mowing, like all the, the, the cups, the wrappers, uh, all the, the cardboard, everything that had flown out of the trash can at the bus station... That, again, was never emptied by anyone ever that worked for the city. That just overflowed to the point where people were just throwing their shit onto the ground. Uh, it would just get mowed over. And it would it would just litter the lawn that he just mowed. And nobody gave a shit. Nobody. So I would take a wagon. And i go with my daughter. And we got one of those uh, gripper things. And I would go along like once a week. And I would just pick up the trash... That was sitting there, and I'd haul it back, and I'd throw it in my trash can, which I had to pay for, to have somebody else haul it away where it should be going. And it was just because I got tired of living in a fucking shithole. And then eventually, at at one point, it was just like, why am I still here? What, What is so great about Kalamazoo that I am still here? Because with 2020, we saw how the city handled that with the COVID lockdowns. Oh, my God. The city, the police officers were not even allowed to go downtown while places were being looted and windows were being smashed. Uh, there was one business that I can think of, and it was a Mexican family that had just opened. Uh, they knew because they it probably come from a third world country, they're like, they're boarding their stuff up. They're doing it while the protests are happening during the day. And people are like, hey, why are you boarding up your windows? And they just pretended to not know English. Good for them. Because guess what? Their shit didn't get destroyed. They were smart. Meanwhile, the banks had the windows smashed. The, uh, the shoe store, they had their windows smashed and a lot of their stuff stolen and looted. Oh, by the way, it was all on video. It was posted on Twitter. People were up on their balconies yelling at the people who were looting the store. And, uh, yeah, the response was, shut the fuck up, bitch. Why don't you come down here and say that shit? These people had absolutely no respect, no regard for anybody that they live with. These are the same people that just toss their garbage out in the street and they don't give a shit. Somebody else will take care of it. I don't even care if somebody else takes care of it. I just don't want to deal with it. Fuck this place. That's literally what that says. When they're tossing their garbage out in the city, not taking care of it, having that level of disrespect for the people that they live around, they're basically saying just fuck this place. In which case, maybe you should just move. So while I was picking up the trash over at the, the local bus stop just doing my my little bit to try to make the city a little bit more habitable, a little more attractive, a place that people might actually want to live in. People were wondering if I was doing community service or if I was on probation. Had I done something wrong? If you try to do the right thing, something as small as picking up litter... People think that uh, he must have fucked up. You know, they don't criticize the people who are dumping the trash everywhere. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that they would probably say that that's racist. Uh, regardless of who's dumping the trash or not, you, you shouldn't criticize them. Maybe they're poor. You don't know. Maybe they're mentally dysfunctional. Uh, hey, that guy's black. That girl's black. Uh, you can't say shit about them littering, yes, yes, you can. That's not it doesn't have anything to do with their skin color or where they are in society. It's them being a bad person. Yes, if you're littering, you are a bad person, and where are these fucking eco terrorists going around telling everybody they need to reduce their carbon and cut emissions? and we need to help save the planet, and yet they're sticking up for the assholes who are fucking destroying the city by littering and throwing their garbage everywhere. Doesn't make any sense. Does this make any sense to anybody? What is wrong with Kalamazoo? This is why I left. I am so glad I left. I don't have to fucking deal with this shit anymore. Then you have the total disregard of the First Amendment of the Constitution. The total disregard, okay? You have Black Lives Matter come in, destroy downtown, and the fucking city commission is saying they have the right to protest. This is them speaking their voice. This is the First Amendment. No, breaking the law is not protesting, Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. That's being a fucking asshole, and if you're supporting a fucking asshole, you're a fucking asshole. So every city commissioner, fuck you. Okay? All of you. You suck. You're destroying the city. And I would encourage anybody who's fed up with this shit, fucking move. If you're downtown and you run a business and you're dealing with all this bullshit with the public urination defecation... Take their fucking tax money away. Move your business. Get the fuck out. Just even if it's just moving out of the city limits so you don't lose your customers, just cross that line so they don't have that income. You know, if they want, if they have zero tolerance for for straight white men, how about they have zero tax income from the people that they don't like? How about they try to get their tax income from the homeless people that are shitting all over the place. How about that? How about they rely on that to run their city? Drop their taxable income down as close to fucking zero as you can. Because guess what? Pfizer doesn't pay any taxes. Bronson Hospital doesn't pay any taxes. I know that for a fact. They went 10 years without paying a fucking dime in taxes. And when the city was like, uh, what's this shit? You know what the response was? They gave them a dilapidated building, which the city had to take our tax dollars and renovate to turn it into something else. So not only did they get out of paying taxes, which you and I would never be able to fucking do ever in our lifetime, they gave them a piece of garbage and then the city spent more money instead of collecting the taxable income They spent more money renovating the piece of shit to be used as something else. So not only did they lose out on the income that they were supposed to get from the hospital. Oh, no, 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 no. They ended up losing more money. Fucking brilliant. These people are fucking geniuses. I don't understand why I'm not in politics. All I have to do is be a fucking idiot and not know how to balance a goddamn checkbook. It's genius! Why am I not doing this? If you've ever wanted to know what it's like to live in a racist society, move to Kalamazoo. Totally. Because you're going to see two different forms of law enforcement. You're going to have you going to work and working 40 plus hours a week, paying your bills, paying your mortgage, paying your your car payment, uh, paying your taxes, and one day you're gonna come home and realize, oh, I didn't, I didn't bring the, the garbage can in. Shit. Oh wow. Well. So you put it next to your house. Then a couple weeks later, you get an extortion notice in the mail, where it's a bill for I think it was fifty dollars. <laughs> this is the best part. It was a uh, it was a photocopy of a picture of the trash can sitting in front of my house with black magic martyr marker stating the day and the time that the picture was taken, which, which is hilarious because uh, there are cameras out there that have the date and the time that are, you know, in the, the bottom corner of the photo, but I don't know. They, they go and they write that in as if that's legit because, you know, they could just take a photo of anything in front of my house at any time. And then, just write a date and time on there so so I felt like that was uh pretty sketchy um, it also stated in the notice that you you cannot fight this fine you can't go to court in order to argue against it and if you don't pay it it gets added to your property taxes fascinating <sighs> so so there's that which is which is amazing they're, they're willing to just... You know, city ordinances, that's fine. They know you have money. But then the people who are making the city unlivable, they don't enforce the laws. The same laws. So if you want to know what living in a racist society is like, well, if you don't like having money in your wallet or your checking account, uh, yeah, that's, that's the place to go to. Also, if you are gone for a week, and it turns out, It rained the entire time you were gone. Oh no. Heaven forbid I don't mow my lawn for a week. So I come back from a trip and I notice the grass is kind of tall. The very next day I mow everything. I get another notice in the mail. Not only are they charging me a fine for having grass being too tall... Uh, they're sending a private company to trespass on my property to inspect it to make sure that I'm up to code. And if I'm not up to code, they get to charge me for taking care of my lawn. I didn't agree to any of this. And I don't think the city has any authority telling a private corporation that they can come onto my property without my uh, consent. After all, what the fuck am I paying for? What is anybody in Kamloops paying for? You're you're having your property rights taken away, your civil rights taken away. Uh, private corporations are able to come onto your property under the permission of the city. Uh, no, they don't have a warrant and they don't represent you. You hired them. They are private corporate. They're private people. If I tell them to get the fuck off my lawn, they better get the fuck off my lawn. And if I call the cops, they better be arrested. But oh no, that's not how it works in Kalamazoo. Nope. It's all about getting their income. Oh, unless you're shitting on the sidewalk. They don't care about that income. That is how Kalamazoo has been run for the longest period of time now. This goes before 2020. Kalamazoo has become a literal shithole. And when it comes to how they handled COVID, yeah, uh, you better sit back and, and, uh, <laughs> you've been warned. So I l- currently live up by Cadillac, Michigan, smaller town, uh, not comparable to Kalamazoo. They have their own industries. They have a lot more, uh, actual, uh, industry than Kalamazoo does. Uh, a lot of machinery, car parts, boats, production, uh, it's actually pretty hopping when it comes to factories and, and businesses of that such. Uh, there's only one college, not a whole heck of a lot of bars. Uh, but there's there's one noticeable difference between Cadillac, Michigan, and Kalamazoo now post-COVID. And that is, the only business I can think of that closed because of policies due to COVID in Cadillac... Uh, was Family Video. Oh, I should probably throw in the entire chain shut down. And some people are wondering how Family Video stayed open for so long, as, as long as they did, considering Blockbuster didn't even survive. Uh, but yeah, Family Video. I can't think of another business in downtown Cadillac that closed because of COVID. And it's because the city actually worked with the local breweries, the restaurants... Uh, the toy store, all the things that make downtown Cadillac what it is, they made sure that they stayed in business and were able to operate within guidelines. That happened. Whereas Kalamazoo, (laughs) we lost, let's see here, (coughs) Gonzo Brewing, oh, that that closed before COVID, but I'm pretty sure that that branch of... uh, Tuck Brewing closed. Tibbs Brewing Company, they closed. Um, The one with the boat, I can't remember. (laughs) Doesn't matter. They're closed. The Union Restaurant, they closed. Manja Manja, they closed at the very beginning of COVID. There's almost an endless list of restaurants, breweries, profitable businesses, easily, easily profitable businesses that closed during COVID because they were not allowed to be open. And I know one of the owners of a brewery that operated downtown, I, I worked for him, and uh, it was insane. It was completely effing insane, the amount of hoops and and jumps that he had to go through in order to operate just one, one day a week in order to sell the beer that he still had while it was good. People had to wait outside. They had to stay five feet apart. Outside. Wearing a mask. There were only two or three people allowed into the brewery at one time to place their orders and have their, their orders filled before they paid and left. Uh, plexiglass had to be put above the bar. Even though there's about five feet between you and the bartender at the bar. Um, There still had to be plexiglass up while everybody's wearing mask. Everybody's wearing mask. (laughs) Uh, Not that mask ever did anything and not that COVID ever really actually killed anybody. Solely just COVID. Um, But yeah, uh, this was how businesses were being forced to operate. Dining, oh my God. Yeah, if you were a small restaurant downtown and they're saying that you could only operate at 50% or 25% capacity, good luck. Good luck. Because you're not making any money. You're not paying your crew. You're not being reimbursed for the food that you ordered in order to make those meals. Uh, the operating costs. Uh, you're not recouping Shit. Obviously, the city doesn't understand how a restaurant works, and a restaurant works at a very small margin. Out of all the sales and everything that they have, they usually only profit about ten percent, slightly higher if you have a liquor license. And um, yeah, so a lot of the a lot of the really good places that they had to eat downtown gone, gone. Well, at least. At least the business owners don't have to pick up human shit in front of their doors now. At least that's not a thing. They don't have to do that. And where is this heading? Where is Kalamazoo heading now? Besides being just a total shithole and competing with San Francisco for Poop Patrol? I, I would not be surprised if the city gets so many complaints that they think it's a good idea to tax you more, to add another fucking millage to your property taxes, to live in a city that doesn't care about you, Uh, they're going to add more taxes to you to pay for an actual poop patrol to go downtown and pick up the human waste for people who don't contribute or pay taxes to the city. They're going to have other people who contribute pay somebody else to go around picking up shit because you complain that there's shit in the streets. I'm just saying, that that's where this is heading. San Francisco San Francisco has a poop patrol. <laughs> you can look up the San Francisco poop map. There's an actual app for it that shows you where the shit is. Literally. And this app was designed for the poop patrol to go out and know where to pick up the human feces. Because you can get your app on and go, oh, there's a pile of shit here. And you click a little button and it grabs the GPS coordinates and it posts it on there. The problem is you look at this map if you were to go look at that map right now the poop poop map San Francisco poop map it the, the whole city is just covered in shit literally and, and that's what the the crews going out they scoop it up I don't know what the fuck they do with it I have no idea but um, you know they they clean it up and then they go on the little app and they're like oh got that one. Oh, there's only 20 25,000 more piles of shit to clean up. Well, at least I have job security. Hmm. Oh, Kalamazoo, I do not miss you. So let me go back to 2019, pre-COVID. I'm working downtown. And uh, across the street from where I was working is Bronson Park. I also had a bunch of tents appear. You know, there's signs being posted, and it turns out it's a Occupy Bronson Park movement. A bunch of homeless people are are fighting for their rights to get free shit from your tax dollars. And uh, this went on for a while. They were they were in the park for I believe it was a couple weeks before they're finally moved out. And oh, what did it take for the city to finally move these fuckers out of the the park, right? Oh well, it took a bunch of a whole lot of needles um, being uh, left out in the open for for people who actually wanted to go to the park to I don't know step on, have their kids play with a um, whole lot of heroin going on. Um, oh, there was that uh, if you live in Kalamazoo, it's just like an everyday occurrence. But there was that stabbing that happened. Um, <laughs> this. There was a fight. This dude ended up getting slashed up pretty good. Uh, that happened. A bunch of fights are breaking out. Oh, prostitution! Yeah, there's the prostitution that was happening. Uh, the homeless people that were having sex in the the porta potties uh, by the construction site because there's always construction happening downtown. Yeah, there's the the homeless people that were having sex in those. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the party. Uh, you know. It, it was Chaz before there was Chaz, okay? It was that cool. They were the hipsters of the uh, Occupy movement. <laughs> Alright? They were doing that before Seattle ever thought of it. <sighs> so, after the stabbing, they uh, had a dumpster that was uh, left by the park, and in the middle of the night, the, the SWAT team came in and the of the people that were in the tents and, and then because of the situation with the needles and how unsafe the park was, they had to go through with a uh, front loader and pick up all the tents and everything and just load it into the dumpster and haul it away. But that wasn't the end of it. That was not the end of it. The city was still catering to these motherfuckers. These, I'm just going to call it what it was. These terrorists who decided to take a a city hostage, okay, couldn't go to the park that you paid for. The open, the open place, the, the one where anybody can go to at any time and should probably feel safe. Get that little bit of nature in the middle of the city. See some of the historical, oh wait, no, they, they removed all the historical monuments. What am I thinking of? But yeah, you know, the, the one place that if you were downtown and you just wanted to relax, nope, couldn't do that. And uh no, they they set these people up after they released them from jail, <laughs> after taking all their shit and throwing it in a dumpster, to like, uh you guys can stay over here at this old uh fire station/police slash police station uh just just around the corner. Over by another Another business that has to deal with their bullshit. That's the thing. Uh, again, the the people who are actually paying probably the most taxes to the city are the ones getting shit on. And uh, it's, it's going to come to a point where these people either just close up shop, shop completely. If they haven't already because of COVID, they're going to now. And they should. I would encourage anybody to get the fuck out of Kalamazoo. Okay? And it's definitely, if you're concerned about your kids and their safety, don't send them to Western, for one, where a girl on campus can be arrested for carrying pepper spray. No joke. She's not allowed to carry a legal, legal self-defense weapon in the state of Michigan. is not allowed on campus property. <clears throat> so if you're worried about your your little girl going back to, her dorm at the end of class or hanging out with her friends if you're afraid that something might happen to her on campus well either a it will happen to her on campus cuz she can't defend herself or if she does try to defend herself she's going to be arrested for having pepper spray yeah brilliant fucking brilliant and then there's Kalamazoo College which is right next door KB KV- you're not going to move to Kalamazoo to go to Kalamazoo Valley Community College. That's, let's just face it. So, yeah, if you're concerned about your kids and your kids' safety when they go off to college, don't send them to Kalamazoo. Nope. At all. Don't do it. Because back in 1999, <laughs> there was a Western student at the train station, semester is over, taking a train back home to go visit family, goes to use the bathroom. You can look this up. This, this seriously happened. It's, there's still stories and, and memorials posted to this guy online. So goes to use the bathroom and a uh, psych patient who hadn't been taking his meds for a couple weeks follows him into the bathroom, takes him into a stall, and beats him to death where he laid on the floor for several hours after he died with nobody reporting it to anybody. The other guy, he just walked out. Walked out of the bathroom like nothing fucking happened. And then the body was found several hours later. You're telling me that people at a bus and train station weren't using the men's room during that time? And this was a college student. He just wanted to go home. Did anything change after that? Anything? No. Nothing nothing changed. I mean, the guy was a psych patient, just didn't take his meds. So was he held liable? Probably not. I can't remember the details of the story now. But, um, yeah, that was was a very, very scary. That was over 20 years ago. Does it sound like anything has changed? And then when serious stuff does happen in the city, you have the Uber shooter. Guys like, fucking blown out of his mind going around shooting people while picking up customers in between shooting these people goes to pick up a customer shoots at these people goes to pick up a customer dude's not in his right mind yeah in Kalamazoo oh my god Kalamazoo did everything they could in order to cover that bullshit up because that was fucking national news It's making the city look bad. No, you're making the city look bad. That's the problem. It's you, it's not the Uber driver. It's not the Uber shooter. You're making the city look bad. You're the Uber shooter now. You're the Uber shitter. The city council are the Uber shitters of Kalamazoo. They're shitting all over the city. They're letting people shit all over the city. The shit that happens in Kalamazoo now is the fault of the city commission and they are responsible for that shit. Then you had the guy who uh, ran over the cyclist. <laughs> Same year. Same year as the Uber shooter. What the f*** was going on in Kalamazoo back then? I don't know. Was Pfizer testing something and just dumping the shit in the water? I don't know. I have no idea. Why is Kalamazoo so fucking crazy? Why is it I have to move Out of the city in order to get some fucking peace of mind. What is going on over there? So then you had the guy who ran over the cyclist. I can't remember how many people he ran over. (laughs) He probably couldn't tell you how many people he ran over. It was a group of cyclists. I believe it was like 10 or 12 people. And uh, he gets in this pickup truck. He's fucking high as hell. He's on heroin, he's on meth, he's on basically anything that he could freaking find it got behind the wheel of a truck. Odds are, he passed out behind the wheel. Ends up plowing through these people. It, it was such a mess that a bunch of the cops ended up having to go to counseling. Nobody had ever seen something like this before. The mangled bodies, the number of people that were dead from being run over by the truck. The guy drives off, ends up crashing somewhere else not far away just freaking bliss out of his gourd and you know what the city did oh we have to do something we're gonna pass a law that says that uh everybody driving down the street has to give six feet of distance between their car and a cyclist it, did this guy run over people because he didn't give them six feet of distance Does this do anything? Are you just passing a law for the sake of passing a law because we have to look like we did something? We have to do something. Yeah, you fucking prosecute the guy. You make an example out of him and show that it's not good to be a walking piece of shit. This isn't hard. I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with the city commission. I don't understand what's wrong with Jeff Getting, the fucking prosecuting attorney. Well, i got to keep my numbers high for prosecution rate. You know what that means? That means that if he doesn't believe he has enough evidence to prosecute somebody who did something fucking horrible, he won't go after him because that will go against him on his numbers for re-election. That's what that is. How many people did he not even bother to prosecute because he knew that there was a slight chance that a jury would not find them guilty? Because here's the thing, here's the sic- secret for all of you criminals in Kalamazoo. When they offer you a plea bargain, you say, no, I want a jury trial. If they keep pushing the plea bargain, they don't have enough for an actual case, and they don't want to spend the time and money to prosecute you. They will fucking drop the charges. That's how Kalamazoo works. Congratulations, you're not out of jail. For the longest time, I, I tried. I tried to enjoy, I tried to love the city that I lived in. I really did. I I didn't think that there was an option outside of Kalamazoo for me. Didn't travel much. Grew up in the Vine neighborhood uh, as as a poor white trash kid. Uh, living on He-Man and G.I. Joe during the 80s. Um uh, Went to high school knowing that college probably was not a thing for me because my my parents were poor, uh, didn't have the grades for any scholarships or anything, and I was smart enough to know that student student loans were probably a bad idea. So what were my options? I ended up working at a hospital for 14 years, a hospital where five of those years I never got a raise. Uh, Meanwhile, the head of the hospital was getting paid $3.3 million, more than the head of Ford uh, at the time, to run a hospital where I topped out at $12 an hour. Twelve. People seem to think that the medical industry, even when it comes to hospitals, is a place where you make a shit ton of money. And that is true If you are management or even middle management, but if you are the actual labor of the hospital, good fucking luck. Even the doctors, the doctors realized at the hospital that if they worked for the hospital, they could make a hell of a lot more money if they were an independent doctor in the system with their own separate billing process. It did not pay to work for the hospital. Unless you were management. So after 14 years, I finally topped out and I topped out at $12 an hour, 12 after 14 years. And again, five of them, I never even got a raise. And it wasn't because I was written up or had a bad review or anything. Oh no. Uh, let's see here. You had 2008 where everybody's pay, pay was frozen. (laughs) Oh, except for the board members and the director he wasn't the director anymore. He had a new job title, and with that job title came a increase in pay. Not a pay raise, just a, a, a new pay scale for, for that position. Weird. It's almost that whole bullshit of uh, redefining things, like <clears throat> recession. And um, yeah, that so you could take what, what was happening at Bronson, and you could apply that to the city. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. And the people at the bottom, they're the ones who end up paying everything. They're the ones who have to put up with the, uh, the, the shortages of materials, the poor quality materials that they're working with at the hospital. We had trash bags that we would put <laughs> into the cans, and the moment you went to pull it out, it, it could just have like a few pieces of paper in it, and the bottom of the bag would just fall out. Uh, cause they just, they kept making cuts instead of actually like paying for good quality materials to work with at the hospital. And, and that's just janitorial. I, I couldn't tell you what was going on with the nurses and the IVs and like all that kind of shit. But, um, yeah, they they were just constantly trying to make cuts. Meanwhile, management is making more and more and more and more. Yeah. 2008, 2009, no raise. No raise whatsoever. And then they came up with this new system where it was, uh, we're going to do your annual review. And it's going to be on the scoring system of one through five. And if you get a three, you're you're, uh, doing exactly what we want you to do. That's cool. But nobody can get all threes. We have to find something wrong. We have to find something wrong that you did. So I'm looking at this thing. And my boss tells me, well, remember when I sent you that email reminding you about the meeting? Yeah, and? Well, I had to mark you down for that. I didn't ask for a reminder email. Well, I felt like I had to send you one. I don't give a shit what you felt like. You didn't have to send me an email. I was at the meeting, right? Well, yeah. So I I did what I was supposed to do. Well, I sent you the email. And we're going back and forth. And finally, he's just like, look... It's not a big deal. Let me show you what you would have gotten for a raise if you had a perfect score. It was a one cent difference. My five cent raise per hour went to six cents an hour. And this is one of the best places to work for in Kalamazoo, right? Like this is Bronson Hospital, a Baldridge Award winning hospital. We've got all these freaking awards. Meanwhile, everything's going to shit. They have this thing on display in the middle of the building where everybody can look at it and go, Oh, look at this. Oh my God, they won this 20 years ago. And uh, <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, they just run everything into the fucking gutter. And uh, yeah, that was, that was the moment where I knew I needed to quit. Because if I did everything that they wanted me to do, including not getting an email that I never asked to receive, if I did everything that I was supposed to do, it was a one cent difference in their mind. One cent. Less than $100 per year is what I was going to earn doing the job that they wanted me to do. Then after that, I worked for the county. Oh, the county. The county is a fun place. You've got county commissioners that are fucking drunk alcoholics that will break a fucking table and a bar falling onto it. Uh, You've got that one bitch. Uh, What's her name? Oh, she's the county treasurer, the one who is stealing houses. Stealing people's fucking houses. Due to unpaid back taxes, and it could be as low as like 20 bucks. And she'll just send the fucking sheriff's department in and take your fucking house and then sell it to another guy who runs a business with rental companies. Interesting, right? Like somehow the guy who runs this company gets the notification this house is going on the market for super fucking cheap and he comes in and buys it up. Yeah, that was a huge scandal. Bitch is still in office as far as I know. So, yeah. Fucking county. The county was, uh, (laughs) oh, man, that was a trip. And that was about a year and a half I was there. And, um, yeah. So then uh, uh, they renegotiated our health insurance. So I got a pay raise. And the pay raise was like 25 cents. And I'm like, well, hey, it was more than the 5 cents of, fucking Bronson gave me oh and my starting pay was the same that I topped out at doing less work for the county than I was doing at the hospital I was cleaning ER trauma rooms at the hospital for $12 an hour I move over to the county pulling trash and vacuuming floors $12.50 an hour starting pay how the fuck does that work I don't have to deal with biocontamination bullshit. I'm not dealing with needle boxes. There's no vomit on the floor. There's no blood everywhere. I don't have to deal with any of that crap. And I'm getting paid more money by the county. But then here's the kicker. So the union decides that all the employees are going to have the same insurance as the deputies. So we get our raise. And then we get this notification that your your insurance uh, out of your check has gone up, but it's only gone up by, drum roll please, twenty five cents. So I didn't get a raise. Nobody got a raise. Nobody got a raise. They got a change in health health care. <laughs> Uh, that, that was it. That was your raise, uh, your insurance change, which you never asked the union to do. Oh, by the way, I never, here's the other thing. Unions are absolutely fucking worthless, worthless. Um, I've never ever worked for a union who actually was worth anything that I contributed towards it. Okay. Not at Meyer, Meyer, their union is absolutely fucking worthless. Um, Management will call into the office and say you don't need a union rep because one isn't available. Uh, That kind of bullshit. Uh, Yeah, so at the the county we had a union. I never saw a union rep. I never paid dues. Um, Meanwhile, there's people that have been there 20, 30 years paying union dues the entire time, and they're just like, well, why the fuck am I paying union dues? Oh, my God, how much money did I give them? You gave them a lot, dumbass. What did you get for it? Oh, a non pay raise for insurance you didn't ask for? That's awesome. Did you did they ask you if you wanted that? Nope. Were you fine with your insurance? Yep. Hmm. Fascinating. Then there was the library. Oh the library. A liberal woke cesspool of shit. It's amazing. Some of the most racist people you will ever come across work at the library. Oh, <laughs> and they're every color. It's weird. The white people that work there don't like white people. Um, some of the guys that work there, they're they're kind of like grandfathered into the whole uh, alphabet stew. Um, uh, well, it could be because they're vegan, it could be because they're gay, it could be it could be for any number of reasons, but uh, a lot of the guys there who are white, uh, they're included, which is weird. Then there's other people that just, uh, man, if you're if you're married and you have kids and yeah, you're not welcome. You are not welcome and they have this weird, Culture, this mentality of uh, not letting people grow up. If if they if they can extend your childhood into, I don't know, middle age, where you have zero responsibility, uh, you're not accountable for anything, that's the type of life that they want for you. Um, that's that's what they encourage, and um, I don't know how they do anybody any favors, but. Um, that is uh, what they encourage uh if you're a straight white male and you you go to hr with a an issue of um uh sexual harassment or racism it is completely ignored they'll say they'll look into it and you never fucking hear from them again but if you're accused of something oh boy whoa it doesn't even matter if there's like any evidence whatsoever uh, it's it's a completely different ball game. Meanwhile, you're sitting there like, well, what about that thing that I... Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That was six months ago. It's been taken care of. No, it fucking hasn't. No. No. <laughs> you got this woke bitch working at the front desk who's saying racist shit to white people coming in. But that's okay. It's okay. Because, you know, she's... She's woke. She has all these awards for, for writing about woke bullshit and racism, even though she's fucking half-white and hates herself. Yeah, that's okay. That's what you want working for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, uh, man, the day I put in my notice there. Ah. <laughs> it's like the gates of heaven just opened. And it was like, oh, I'm free. <laughs> I can get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, and that was another thing that, and the, the whole thing with the library in the city—you could tie that all in together. You could definitely tie that in together because if uh, somebody came in, stole a book, vandalized, uh, peed in the elevator, uh, was having sex in the bathrooms down in the <clears throat> by the children's section—if homeless people were having sex in the bathroom by the children's area, that's okay. It's okay. Don't call anybody. It's fine. No perverts around here. Nobody hoping to get walked in on by a bunch of kids. Nope. Uh, And that's just a small fraction of the bullshit that uh, we dealt with at the library. But you couldn't do anything about it. You could not do anything about it. You weren't allowed. If you did, let me tell you about the one time that I did. Because I got sick of this shit. Totally sick of it. We had a security guard who was black, a lesbian, uh, really young. And um, this this guy comes in and he's just running his mouth. He's trying to start shit with people. He, he's looking to get into a fight. So I'm hearing this yelling going on and I go out there and her and this guy are going back and forth. And he's this tall, skinny, black dude, six foot plus tall uh, and he's coming at her, calling her a fucking dyke bitch and blah, 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 telling her, telling her to suck his dick and all this shit. And, uh, yeah, I'm not censoring any of this bullshit because this is what happened. And there were people there that had their phones out. They were taping all this shit. And it's probably somewhere online. So this is going down in the lobby of the library. And uh, I'm seeing this and I'm just like, I'm looking around and nobody, nobody's standing up for her. This is the place where it's like, if you're, if you're black, you should be protected. If you're gay, you should be protected. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> if you're a woman, even though you're the majority of the population, if you're a woman, you're a minority somehow. I don't know how that fucking works, but uh, yeah. So she's, she's checking all the boxes, right? Do you think anybody from the library, anybody from the staff went up to help her? No, not a single fucking person, not a one, except for me. I went up there and I told the guy, I got in his face and I said, look, you need to grab your crap and you need to leave. And I was literally less than a foot away from him. And he just gave me this look like he was in shock. All of a sudden it's dead silent in the library. I really looking to see what, what the hell's going to happen. And he just backs up and he's like, did you just get in my face like that? And I was like, yeah, I did. You need to grab your crap and go. How many times does she have to tell you this? And then he starts going off on me and I just kind of step back because I'm like, this dude's not going to do anything. And then I look over at the desk and I'm like, did you guys call the cops? And they just had this dumb, dumbfounded look on their face like they don't know what the hell they're supposed to be doing. I don't even know if the cops were on their way. That—that That is what was going on. Meanwhile... There's a children's event going on upstairs, on the third floor. These two authors, an illustrator and a writer, have a book. It's very popular. These women are coming in with their kids through the front door, less than 50 feet away, listening to this guy mouthing off to the security guard, saying all the shit that I already said before. That's the situation that we were in. Then the cops show up. So the cops show up, this guy all of a sudden shuts his mouth, and he's like picking his broken phone up off the floor and acting like nothing was ever happening, and they take him outside, and he had a warrant for something else, somewhere else, because he was uh, wanted for a violent crime, (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile the security guard's all by herself, The, uh, the, the black lesbian girl is all by herself to deal with this bullshit. So what happens? What's the aftermath of this? Well, he gets arrested. People were uh, pretty upset about what was happening to go to a children's event at the library. Couldn't understand why the library hadn't taken care of the situation or how poorly it was conducted. And, uh, yeah, I got called into the office. So I got called into the office because uh, I was out of bounds I was acting too aggressive at work it wasn't my my job which is funny cuz when i started maintenance was basically part of security because there's strength in numbers you don't just let one person alone handle a situation okay that, that that's not how security works if you have 3 or 4 guys come up into a situation where somebody's being, acting agitated or violent, that person tends to back down because they're like, oh, crap. You know, I could clock one dude, but... Ugh. Yeah, so at the end of the story, I was the asshole because I told him to leave, which was my job as a library employee. I was the asshole. And they brought it up several Several times after that, for over a year, my boss would make some comment about, like, acting overly aggressive towards patrons. The dude's not a fucking patron! (laughs) (laughs) This stuff still pisses me off. It still pisses me off. And this is how the city is run. It's the same type of assholes running the fucking city. Oh, the guy pissed in the elevator? Well, we'll just ban him for a month. It's fine. He'll learn his lesson. <laughs> the the people having sex outside of the children's area in, in the restroom, just just kick them out for a little bit. Don't call the cops. It's fine. It's not it's not a sexual offense or anything. <laughs> uh. And then in the meantime, they're encouraging the homeless people to come into the library by spending your taxpayer money buying supplies for them, which they go into the bathroom and promptly go through, pick out the good stuff, and the rest of it ends up in the trash. They threw the rest of it in the trash. There's like one or two things that they would take out of this handy little bag that the librarian handed them, and the rest of it goes straight into the trash, and we were required to just throw it away. That's your tax dollars. Kalamazoo, that is your tax dollars at work. Whether it's the millage for the library or the tax money going to the city, it's just going into the toilet. That's what, they're just throwing your money away. If it's not going to the top, it's being thrown away. And I'm done with it. I'm out. I left. I'm fucking done with it. But as you can tell, I mean, after, what, 40 plus years of living there and dealing with the bullshit of Kalamazoo? Yeah, I'm still pissed. I am still pissed. Cuz I don't know what the fuck I got for any of the money that I gave that city. But heaven forbid, heaven forbid if you don't pay. If you don't pay the taxes to the city unless you're unless you're Bronson. Unless you're Bronson or unless you're Pfizer, you have to pay. They're exempt the the biggest profitable companies within the city don't pay a fucking dime to use the infrastructure the city accommodates them for everything oh you're building a new facility well we're going to have to expand the sewage we're going to have to tear up the street i mean we're looking at like 120 million dollars to help you put this facility over here well you're going to do it or we're not going to pay taxes you don't pay taxes anyways fuck you pfizer you don't pay taxes why should why should other taxpayers have to accommodate for you? But I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm out. I don't have to pick up human feces anymore. It's amazing. Didn't know I was going to be out of that situation. <laughs> Leaving the city. Hey, if you leave the city, guess what? You don't have to be a janitor. If you leave the city, you don't have to... People will look at your resume and be like, God damn, you, you did all this shit? Yeah. You know you're overqualified for this job. That's fine. We're going to pay you more. Awesome. And that's what happens. That's what happens when you leave Kalamazoo. You make more money. People are more impressed with the shit that you were doing while you were in Kalamazoo. They didn't give a shit what you did do, they didn't care. And the thing is, if you were actually doing your job, and I found this at every fucking job I had in Kalamazoo, if you were doing your job, if you're good at your job, you were the one that they shit on. Because all they got was complaints about you from the other people who weren't doing their job. Fascinating how that works. Totally fascinating. So, yeah. That was Kalamazoo the literal shithole now a fucking shithole (laughs) congratulations you got what you wanted everything you voted for Woo! yeah that'll bring george floyd back from the dead yep let them shit in the streets urinate on each other Fucking move R. Kelly in the Kalamazoo. Let him have a house on on High Road or Low Road, whichever whichever one has the, the biggest multi million dollar mansion there. Go ahead, go ahead. Move in R. Kelly so he can piss all over the place on everyone, and nobody will do a fucking thing. It's awesome. Ah, oh. <sighs> So that's it. That's that's my bitch fest about Kalamazoo. Fuck that place. Fuck the people who live there that voted for this shit. And if you didn't vote for this shit, fucking move. Get out. Because guess what? I'm telling you, life is better everywhere else. Everywhere outside of Kalamazoo, life is so much better. You, you, you spice up your resume. You sell your house. I sold my house at a loss. And guess what? I am happy. I do not give a crap. I sold it at a loss. And oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for not letting me be there anymore. Uh, It was totally worth it. I don't care. I will take the loss. I I ate that loss. And, um, wow. Uh, (laughs) just leave. I'm telling you, just leave. Get out of there. Don't move to another. Don't move to Grand Rapids. Fuck that. No, don't, don't do it. That's, that's another shithole. That's. Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids are going to start competing against who can be the bigger shithole. Guaranteed. I guarantee you. You know, after after Kalamazoo passed us, I would not be surprised within a year or two, Grand Rapids is like, we want to be a shithole too. It's the progressive thing to do. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it for me. Oh, I can't do this anymore. Blood pressure's going up. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to see the birds. I'm going to probably see some deer outside. Maybe, maybe I'll see a black bear roaming around. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's going to be wild turkey. Uh, I might be able to pick some blackberries. I, and guess what? Guess what? I don't have to worry about stepping in human shit. It's amazing. It is totally amazing. Um, Imagine living somewhere you don't have to worry about stepping in human shit. I'll leave it at that. Remember, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment Podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast check out books by matthew gilman on amazon or you should just buy gold and silver just just buy gold and silver it's it's a better investment and uh you might actually have something to trade later on when the world (laughs) falls apart